Spoiler warning for Rings of Power. You <laughs> shall not pass. Unless you've already watched the first three episodes. <laughs> In which case, you may pass. Welcome back to the Zero Lives podcast. This week, we are doing something a little bit different than video games, but since we are all kind of nerds and we've been obsessed with Lord of the Rings for, I don't know, 20 years at this point, probably, we thought it'd be cool to talk about the new Amazon Prime series called Rings of Power. Let's and go. Yeah. So, go. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm loving it so far. Me it's too. really cool. Me too, for sure. So, what is Rings of Power? For Obviously, if you've heard a couple seconds ago, we will be spoiling things in this episode. Uh, so, if you have not caught up with Rings of Power, maybe watch it first. Or yes. if you're on the fence, you can listen to yeah, it. Yeah, so we're only talking about, obviously, three episodes. Yeah. That's all that's out so far. Yeah. So, as of recording this, only three episodes have been released. So, we will be covering those three and kind of our thoughts about it and... Uh, hopes for the future of the yeah. series because yeah. I believe they've already announced five seasons. <laughs> they're doing five? five seasons, yeah. That's that's funny that they're like season one, like, oh, there's going to be five of them. Yeah. yeah. I could see it going a long way because there's, uh, you know, a ton of ground to cover and they can do whatever they want to with it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm super stoked. So we'll talk about our hopes for the future, what we think is going to happen, um, some theories that we have, yeah, uh, stuff like that. So yeah. to begin... What is Rings of Power? Well, it's a prequel to The Lord of the Rings. It takes place after Morgoth's defeat. So who's Morgoth? Morgoth was like the original baddie, you know, before Sauron. Yeah. Sauron's original like his, baddie. His like top, top dog. Yeah, yeah. so Morgoth Sauron. was stronger than Sauron. Yes. So Sauron served him. Yes. Morgoth, like a god. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So if you are familiar with only... The Lord of the Rings movies, uh, and how kind of scary and what a big threat Sauron was. Ain't shit. He's <laughs> nothing compared to Morgoth. So this takes place directly, not yeah, pretty much directly yeah. after the yeah. defeat of Morgoth. And, and they believe Sauron was defeated, but you know he, you know he's, he's like a fucking cockroach Seems man. He keeps coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seems like uh, Galadriel, which she was in the first Lord of the Rings, she's gonna play. Obviously, if you haven't watched a huge part in this, because she's the one that's like, Sauron, I don't think he's gone, man. Right. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, he's yeah, gone. And she's like it. sat on like, we got to go find Sauron and get rid of this evil. Right. And it's kind of, that's what's going on so far. Yeah. So I would say Galadriel is probably the main character. Yeah. But there's some, it's, there's some like, big players in it. Like you got Elrond and you yeah, know, it's a not, lot of familiar face, well, names and faces, but yeah, it's not the classic, like, you know, there's like one or two people that are the main focus. There's going to be like a few main characters, but she is definitely going to be top dog, especially early on. That's yeah. what they're showing. Very much Game of Thrones style yeah. where we have a bunch of different characters in different places on this map that spans literally the world, you know, and it, mm -hmm. something that uh, Brandon pointed out to me that I didn't really understand. I didn't notice really until he pointed it out. But I love the way that when shifting viewpoints to a different character and that character is in a different part of the world, it will kind of zoom way out to a map and then the camera will go across like an actual map and then zoom back into 
the new location. So you can see the proximity that people are nowhere near each other or like kind of going towards each other and you can see where people are about to meet up mm-hmm. um, or maybe not about to meet up, but like they're headed on a collision course together. Yeah, it's definitely a cool visual thing to just be able to like be like, okay, this is where this is happening, this yeah. is where this is happening and see how far away and it's It's helpful. just a, a cool feature in something that's so big that you can get you know, confused or bogged down and like, I don't remember the name of this place, whatever. It does tell you, introducing it, it'll show you like the name of the place and, you know, like physically where it's located, which is, it's just very helpful yeah, to follow Yeah, sometimes like along. who, like, you know, they, well, who like lives there, yeah. like it'll say like a realm of men or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. I yeah. really appreciate that. It is helpful for you know, viewing. Yeah, like, definitely. What's going on here? Like, oh, okay, there it is. Yeah, definitely. So if you are only familiar with the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the movies, um, and maybe The Hobbit, I would say the Hobbit doesn't, it's not super relevant to this, unlike Lord of the Rings, which is, this is more kind of that story, Um, but far, far before. So Lord of the Rings takes place in the third age, right? Mm. Yeah, this is the second age, so a thousand years before, but more, I don't know exactly how many years. Right, it's an age before. (laughs) I'm not sure how many years an age is. Roughly a thousand. I thought so too, yeah. Cool. Um, and this is like the beginning of the second age because the first age ended with Morgoth's defeat, right? Yeah, that's okay. like the conclusion. Yes. All right, cool. So we follow Galadriel, and if you are like, who is she again? She is the um, elf ruler of the forest elves. Yeah, what was that place? Uh, I don't remember <sighs> the name of it off the top of my head, but it's in the first movie towards the end. She, they live up in those massive trees and yeah uh, i don't remember the name of it either i'm really bad with names that's all right same um and you see frodo they all kind of stay there uh with galadriel and frodo tries to give her the ring to say like you deal with it like i'm i'm just a hobbit i brought it to you like this is not my problem yeah and she like kind of freaks out the screen goes like negative and she's like you would give me this and I would be the ruler of the world and stuff like that. And then she kind of like calms herself down. She's like, I have passed the test of the ring or whatever. Like what? Yeah. So that's her. So we're seeing her much younger and full of spunk. (laughs) She's feisty and uh, kind of battle hungry. Yeah. A little bit, you know, like, oh, yeah. That's how other characters perceive her. What she's doing, she's doing for her own reasons, and she wants to defeat the evil that is lingering. It it does feel, too, like, I mean, some other characters pointed out, but um, she just, like, all she knew was battle and war, so she's kind of just, like, she can't live after just in peace. She just can't, like, let herself rest. Yeah. Yeah. There, there a was bit, a, a bit of revenge, too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah for sure. Brother. I Definitely. I, I, I think... You know, it's 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 a cool way of seeing that, like, you know, she and elves live ungodly longer than any other species in this world. So they if they're doing that for however many years they're fighting, it's just like they're like, this is what I've been doing for so long. I just can't stop. Right. And they're physically able to do so for you know a long time. Yeah. Are they this may be incorrect, but aren't they immortal unless killed? I think so. I don't think or they do. Can they just kind age. of. I don't think they can. Well, something that I never really understood in the Lord of the Rings trilogy was that when elves are traveling across to the west, it's like a metaphor of them dying. But here we find that it they're literally returning to their homeland. It's 
Like a, a heaven. It's like heaven. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's literally a homeland. It's yeah. not, it's still on earth, you yeah. know, like, but it's for them, it's like this super pure place, um, which is very cool. I, th- I like that a lot. Um, and there's also this cool part in the first episode where El- Elrond, oh my God, where Elrond is trying to tell Galadriel to like calm down, just rest. She's done enough. Like there's no evil or whatever. Of course, we know as the audience from Lord of the Rings that there is a looming threat of Sauron and Galadriel is right. But he's like, put down your sword. And she's like, what would I be without my sword? So it's that that's just she's so accustomed to, you know, trying to find orcs and yeah. like fighting things and stuff, which is really interesting. So of the characters, we have Galadriel. And that is kind of the main focus of pretty much the first episode. Yeah. Um, and her struggle with, mm-hmm. like, do I listen to everybody saying that there's not a threat, even though she's just about certain there is still a threat, but nobody believes her. And then we go to another elf. Arandir. 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 That sounds elf. Arandir. Arandir. That's what you got to say it like that. Yeah. And then you meet Arandir. Yes. Arandir is an elf in the Southlands, which is the realm of men, and he's kind of like on watch duty. Mm-hmm. And people, the, the men of the Southlands do not like elves. No, they don't, they don't so want them there. They don't want them there. It's very, it, it's cool because yeah. it's very like political. We're fine they, here. They they do yeah. a good job of, of showing it, but, you know, it's more of the backstory of the first stage where, you know, men, like a certain, you know, groups of men aligned with Morgoth and they were like fighting for evil or, you know, mm-hmm. what's believed to be evil. So they don't like elves and all the elves are literally just like, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah. we're just going to watch you for however long until we are like sure that you're not going to fuck shit up. Exactly. So they're like, you aligned with Morgoth. So are you still? Yeah. What's going on? Here, are you still on that side or like what's going on? Which to me is interesting because the elves are adamant that there is no more evil in the world to Galadriel. At the same time, there are elf outposts to watch over men to make sure they don't succumb to evil again. What evil? If there's no more evil, why, why would they? What What are they there for? I think they do. I don't know how long, how many years they said they were watching over them, but I it was think, like 74 for Adon Deer. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, say 100 or however long yeah. he's been been at it. But it it's, you know, it starts off with him watching it, but it does come to the to the conclusion that's like eh, maybe we're good yes like so, we, we kind of meet him at the point where they're like all right we're good you know yeah. like let's let's ship off go home and his resistance is that he has a girlfriend kind of that Quote, is love interest. a love yeah. interest yes um that they're not officially together or anything but she is a woman of the men realm you know and he's an elf uh so he doesn't really want to leave and I don't know, fortunately or unfortunately for him, they find that there are indeed orcs tunneling through the ground under the like the towns and villages of men. So there is some shady stuff going on. They're just taking entire villages. Yeah, I'm like, that's super cool. But this I, I have to believe that all the men there knew because you don't like not hear that. 
At least to me, I'm thinking oh, the most of them. Like, Damn mice! <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, mice playing a jig under the floor, floorboards <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Like mining on the tunnel is pretty loud, so I feel like most of the men, maybe not all of them, but most of them are probably not going to say anything or like maybe like get them orcs. However, <laughs> that that's a good point. But the orcs seem to be taking them captive and yeah. torturing them. Yeah. So why would they align themselves with that if they're just going to be? They're clearly miserable. We find mm-hmm. that out in episode three, kind of what's going on um, in that whole plot line with the orcs. They're kind of tunneling. They're making their way through the Southlands to kind of take it over one village at a time, and they're looking for something. We don't know what they're looking for, but they're forcing the strong men to dig and the men that kind of speak to each other in captive in captivity. They're like, they must be looking for something. So we're not sure what that may be, but we have an idea of that's what's going on. And the orcs there are eternally loyal to a character named Adar, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not sure who Adar is. And, Come on. In that third episode, you get the, the flash. We, we know, we know who it is. Right. So Adar <laughs> seems to be Sauron under a different name. Yeah. Uh, which is... You know, if you've... Which it looked like he was, took, like, the form of, like, a man. Almost. Well, it's, it's, it's hard, hard to, to look like a deformed elf type of face to me. Because wasn't he an elf? He... Well, he's, he can, like... He's, dude, like he's a shapeshifter. shapeshifter. Yeah. He's a shapeshifter. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's like, like all of them um, Like, even, like, Gandalf can. Like... Yeah. Okay. I think that... It would make sense for him to be in the form of an elf, but I, you can't relate to all it is just like a quick flash of like a little blinding light with his, you know, more yeah, or less yeah. is just kind of figure. Yeah. And it never fully comes into focus. Like yeah. it shows him very out of focus, walking toward the camera, walking to a focal point. But the episode ends before you get a clear shot of his face, Yeah, yeah. which I think is really interesting. That's. By the way, the sun just jumped right to the end. Of yeah, the I know. I'm, that's the okay. end of episode three. But like. The the cinematography in this whole series is just incredible. Very Absolutely much beautiful. Yeah, I've seen on par with the rest of the Lord of the Rings franchise. I thought so too. I I like love it. I've seen some people. Oh. So there's some gripes with it online, but I all I the scenery don't see looks that. fucking gorgeous. Yeah. there's there's a few things that I like saw that I'm like I didn't really love the way that looked or whatever. There's one character's face that just like seemed. Off, I forget what was her it name was. Oh, it was. when she was climbing. No, no, it was there the was, um, Duran's wife. Yeah, you were saying that she well, looked a she little looked, bit too like she was in like with a crazy background or something. It just didn't. The two things didn't like look the same. Yeah, like she either looked CGI or the background looked CGI. Like where she was at it didn't. Yeah, didn't like match up to me. But yeah. it could have just been me like being like, what's going on here? Right. Um, like Brandon said in the first episode, Galadriel's climbing like an ice cliff. That looked pretty obviously CG. Yeah, um, which I, which it is, okay. and it's fine. Yeah. You know, it, I just wanted we just wanted to point out that you know it, it's not flawless always. Also, uh, there was a part in episode three where characters are sailing into an island, and there are like giant stone carvings of faces yeah. that looked super fake to me. Like, which is strange because in the original Lord of the Rings, you know, like they're going down that river and there's mm-hmm. the two giant statues yeah. of men or whatever. Um, that always, that's like one of my favorite visuals of like all time. And usually they get giant stone carvings and giant, the yeah. scale of things in the Lord of the Rings are often very, very well done. Yeah. This just seemed a little bit too obviously CG. Um, but 
that's just me, you know, could, like. And I think with a, with a TV series, there's going to be, it's, first of all, it's longer. So yeah. it's a lot more, you know, time you'd have to use certain things. If it's going to be like a short section where it's like one scene, it makes sense, like, just on your budget to, like, CG that rather than get, like, a huge set piece for possibly, like, one shot of one episode and then not use it again. You know, I was thinking that, and it was... In that part, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, it's if it's going to be like a quick thing, why put so much time and effort into it to make it perfect? I just have this eye of like, what's fake, what's not yeah. kind of thing. And then there's a scene where Galadriel's riding a horse and it's the most beautiful slow-mo shots I've like ever seen. And I was like, this is what they put that time <laughs> into? Not necessarily a budget with it. Um, I'm sure I'm sure there was, but yeah. it's, I can't imagine it cost a ton of money. But a lot of time had to go into that yeah. shot, right? Like I don't know, it's it's interesting. I like the devotion they have to making things look as good as they can, yeah. within reason. I'd you say know? overall, I I think it's very good. Oh, absolutely. Um, okay, there, yeah, we can move on to. Sorry, uh, okay. no, you're good. We, uh, what are we talking about? So we were talking about we talked about Galadriel and kind of what she's doing. Uh, then we have. Arandir. We get the Harfoots. Yeah, now we have the Harfoots, which are pretty much hobbits. It's a right? pre-ancestor kind of thing. There's yeah. like different, or there's different tribes of hobbits? I don't know exactly. Yeah, they're but. nomadic hobbits, basically, yeah. before they settled into the Shire. Um, and they're called Harfoots, and one of the main Harfoot, uh, Nori, or Eleanor, her mm-hmm. last name is Brandyfoot, right? Yes. Yeah, which we hear that, like, ancestral name in the Shire. Like, oh, you're a Brandyfoot and, like, all this kind of thing. Um, so that was kind of cool to see. And she is quite the little troublemaker. Yeah. Um, in terms of wanting to go out into the big world and explore things that she hasn't seen before, which directly contrasts the Harfoot way of life, which is hiding from any threat at all and keeping to themselves, staying where they know is safe just to survive. So that's kind of her mental or uh, inner quandary. It's their whole way of life because of, I mean, just their size. Traditionally, everything else in their realm is massive to them and could easily stomp them out. So it's just like, just keep your head low and keep going. Kind yep. of, kind of Survival way of is everything. That's yeah. what we do. That's what we're meant to do stuff like that and meanwhile nori is like why are we just trying to survive if we're not doing anything with What's the, the lives what we're given exactly and that's i don't know i love her character so much me too she, and also poppy her friend yeah they're they're very much like opposites poppy's very much by the rules and tries to rein in nori mm-hmm. and nori obviously always gets her way and kind of drags poppy into these situations that she's super uncomfortable with um, and I, I love the dynamic between the two. They're mm-hmm. very funny. They're, it's, I feel like Nori's uh, storyline is the lighthearted kind of comedic storyline where Galadriel's is very, like, battle-heavy. Erandir is very uh, lore-based, kind of what's happening in the world, like what the threat is about to be. And then Nori is uh, a little bit more world-building, but also... Just kind of like lighthearted. When you get to those scenes, they start lighthearted. For now, I think. For now, yes. With, yeah. with the context of what's going on with her, I think it's it's it'll probably be that way. But it is a like interesting way to do to hit all those notes. Like, 
kind of separate them yeah. with different characters. That way it's not like, oh, this guy's doing something very serious and then like here's a, jo- a joke that doesn't fit or whatever. So right. it's a good way to do that too. Right. Have all those elements in there without making it seem exactly. like nonsense. Yeah. So in Nori's story, we have a, she's just kind of like out doing whatever, kind of like yeah. straying a little bit too yeah. far. Get some berries. Getting yeah. some berries. Foraging. Yep. And uh, there's like a comet that like falls essentially and she happens to be very close to the crash site of that comet and in the center of it is a man or a a person we're we're not sure what stranger yeah they just name him the stranger at this point Mm -hmm. um and the he's in this crater of like fire but the fire isn't hot right like so it's Definitely strange. Like, we don't know what's going on. He seems to have powers very much like Gandalf has in the first Lord of the Rings when uh, Bilbo's trying to accuse Gandalf of wanting the ring for himself. He's like, don't take me for a common thief. And everything goes really dark and his voice booms and wind starts blowing. He's like, I'm not trying to steal from you. I'm trying to help you. And it kind of calms down. It seems like the stranger has similar powers but he can't control them perfectly he's definitely um very magical based and it makes it very obvious which is cool because i don't know that's one of the cooler parts of the like whole world is like the magical characters they're they're sick so yeah. it's it's nice to to have that in there i like yeah. that they made it kind of like a mystery too that it's something you can it's, like theorize about like that's this is like one of my favorite things too because it's trying they, to figure out who he is they don't name they name him the stranger specifically to to give you something new. And I think like canonically, none of the wizards are in the second age ever. So it's like their own take on it possibly, or it could just be like a different character or whatever. That's, I like that they're doing their own thing with it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm kind of split. I know that people are saying there's no wizards in the second age, so it can't be Gandalf. I can't it be can. Radagast. Yeah. Can't be Saruman, anything like that. However, I kind of agree with you, Dewey, that why can't there be? They're kind of doing their own thing. Maybe, I, you know, I'm not caught up on the full lore of Lord of the Rings, but I'm wondering if maybe people just didn't know that, because the stranger is essentially a well-kept secret for Nori, sort of, or at least in the Harfoots, and... The Harfoots are a singular like we're entity. D- we're ducking down and hiding from everybody. So yeah. it would make sense if, you know, wherever this does go, wherever this character goes, if he's just going to stay with the Harfoots, that nobody would know about it. Exactly. And then you kind of have to wonder, why does Gandalf have an affinity towards hobbits? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's really no reason for He's the only wizard that even really knows what a hobbit is. And, like, it never showed when he found out, found I think hobbits. He just vaguely said, like, oh, you know, I've loved hobbits for a long time. Exactly. Doesn't really say. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if the stranger, and I, obviously this is not, like, like, a groundbreaking theory, but I'm sure a lot of people are thinking this, but it could be, like, young Gandalf. You know, or something like that. Well, what do you he, think, Brandon? Yeah, we, me and Dewey were talking about this a little. He actually, you know, he was around before he came. He was as in the first Gandalf. stage, yeah. He was. Yes. He was known by Oloran. Oloran? Oloran. I, I don't know he the pronunciation. Is a, what is he? He's not my. 
He's uh, not the Meyer. He's what's the one under Meyer? I thought he was above it. Above it? Yeah, like a Valinar. Is that what it oh, is? Oh, Val Valinar. He's I Valar. I think it's Valar. Valar is a place. I think it's like another term with a V. Valinor is a place. I don't know. I don't know. The, I think the, it is Valar. The words, the words to me are. <laughs> I, I'm bad. I'm bad with them. But I believe he's like like God level before as Oloran. All right. So, oh, jeez. <laughs> you got a book to read. I'm I'm sorry about the pronunciation of these. We have the Iluvatar. He's the main god. Iluvatar is, yes, that's the main, the yep. above all. Yeah. Then we have the Ainur, A-I-N-U-R, Ainur, and then that is what Morgoth is. Yeah, okay. And then below them, we have the Valar and the Maiar. The same the level? Maiar. Yes, they are the okay. same level. So the Valar and the Maiar are, um, aren't they like the wizards and also... Isn't like the Balrog? I believe the Balrogs yeah. are like the same level that, as the Yeah, and they yes. were corrupted by Morgoth. Yeah. And then we have below the Maiar the Istari, which are the wizards. Okay. Oh, really? So he's Maiar right. and then the Istari are the wizards? Yeah, that makes sense. I don't, it's, it's confusing to me. And I also read a lot of this when I was younger and I didn't get any of what I was reading. I read it in like middle school and I was like, this the is Silmarillion is a hard read. Man. <laughs> I tried to do it when I was younger and I like was like, yeah, I read that. But like my actual grasp of it was uh, almost nothing. <laughs> yeah. So it, I think it's possible. Yeah. It, it, there's also <clears throat> the blue wizard mm-hmm. that we've never seen in there's any. Two blue wizards. Yeah, there's two, two blue wizards. And they're looking for each other. So it would be. It would make sense if, if it was one looking for the other. That'd be because he's looking for a certain star pattern. Yeah. That'd and be cool, actually. The blue yeah. wizards are I, I think that'd be cool just because we never got to see them. The blue, yeah. The blue wizards were mentioned in the movies, like, kind of briefly, but I believe it's a um, something from his, like, notes that he had or something. Because they published, like, a th- whole yeah, book his son, of uh, Christopher Tolkien, right? Middle. Dude, I yeah. have all of them, man. <laughs> yeah. But the, I was going to say, I, I didn't stories. think... Uh, the blue wizards ever came to Middle Earth, but no, they they didn't. But I th- there's like untold stories of like, and they're like mentioned in there or something. So it was like in yeah. some of his notes somewhere that you know probably at some point would have gotten to. Yeah. yeah. Again, this is a new series that they could take some liberties. You know, Which, and I'm okay of, with me. I, I like That's adding fine. new characters. I like changing up stuff because if if it was just absolutely traditional, I'm going to follow everything that's out there. Everyone would know where everything's going, which you can see there's a lot of things that you will pick up on if you know, like, oh, this is going to happen to this character or this, you know, realm or whatever. You know, like this world or the city, man, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I like I I like to believe it's Gandalf just because like, you know, like things you're saying with like where he would make friends with the hobbits. And as a Lauren, he was like affinity for fire and light and fire, it said it would make sense. And he does in the. Is it the second or third episode? Second episode where he talks to the fireflies. The, yeah, that was the second episode, I think. And then he like drains them of their life. <laughs> life. He drains know. them of their lives. I don't, so. I don't know if he meant to. The, but. the character, right? Is, but that's interesting because it's still like a fire element yeah. type of thing. Yeah. I know it's not like it, or it's fire or light, right? Yeah. And it, he's like absorbing that energy, and he accidentally kills the fireflies. Yeah. But the character, because of the way it's done, it, you know, was a falling star or whatever he was. It, he is very confused and doesn't can't really speak. He can't really communicate his emotions or what's going on. Like he seems so like stunned initially and just doesn't grasp what's going on. 
you know, which if, you know, again, I don't really know how this stuff works, but if he was sent to Middle Earth, Mm -hmm. you know, by however force, yeah, whatever force. Valor. Yeah. Not to Valor. Whoever. Whoever. (laughs) Um, It would be the Valor. Or the Maiar. Meyer. I'm not sure. <laughs> Any one of them. And some, someone. Someone sent him to Middle Earth. Right. And if that's the case, he would probably be confused because if we think back to uh, the second Lord of the Rings, when Gandalf is kind of remade into Gandalf the White, yeah, was, he's he, like, I didn't know well, who I was. Yeah, he's like, oh, that does sound familiar or whatever. Yeah. And he had only been gone. Like a short time. A short time, but for yeah. him it was an eternity. Mm-hmm. This person could be, it could have been could have been never there, yeah. you know. Just like, been created. We don't fucking know. Yeah, that too. Exactly, and have nothing to go by, That's, you know. And literally, the only thing he can go by is like a constellation, you know. And like that. That's the only thing that he remembers. There, there's some theories too that I've seen that the character is possibly evil as well, because you know. Like, I saw people say it was Sauron, which. Which no, and not. episode three kind of seems to contradict that. And also, for me, one of the plot points that I think they're following along, um, back with the elves, Cal Brimbor, um wants to make the rings, which is, you know, the, the he name. He wants to build the forge. Well, yeah, he wants to make I the forge. I don't know that he has the idea of the rings. I th- I mean, oh. I, for at least to me, I thought that he wanted to make the forge, like, like when he wants to make the forge, just because he wants to make the rings. Yeah, he said, I have a project, but in in doing that we need a forge or something so i'm not sure if he knows exactly what he's trying to make yet because he said because i think okay let's, I think i'm sorry does. let's Didn't go sauron convince him to make the ring that's why yes. that's why i think sauron's already there and this the stranger wouldn't be sauron because he already is convinced he has to make the forge well, it's gotta be within a time for sauron yeah and which he you know anatar is his other is his name like in the writings that he tricks the elves into doing stuff for him. Mm-hmm. But Kelbrimbor seems like he's already been like duped into wanting to do this because he has like, I need to do this right now he, by spring. I mean, he could have already come to him as a, that's like, what I'm thinking. That's why of an elf. And that's why I think it's not him into this. The stranger wouldn't be him. So right. Right. definitely not Sauron. Right. Yeah. No. So I didn't think that I did. Yeah. I've just seen some just things theory I saw and I was like, what? I did too. That's I'm just saying that's like my proof or my of yeah. like disputing that. Yeah. That Calibrimbor seems to have already been visited. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So let's skip now to the Elrond storyline. Yeah. So Elrond, when split with Galadriel, because they're friends and then Galadriel kind of goes off one way. Elrond mm-hmm. is then approached by a, uh, an elf named Calibrimbor. And if anybody has played the... Mm-hmm. Shadow, Shadow of Mordor and yeah. Shadow of War games. Yeah, you will remember that name. Yeah, you'll be the spirit aware. that's attached to you. Yep, that is Calibrimbor, and Calibrimbor is the elf who forged the Rings of Power. Spoiler. <laughs> right, yeah. So, I think that you know when that came up, I was like, "Yo, like that's really cool." Obviously, it's called Rings of Power about it's the creation be making them. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't expect Calibrimbor to be in there. I don't know why. <laughs> he should be, you know. Yeah, but, should be. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's super cool. So Calibrimbor approaches Alrond and says, I need your help, and we I have a project, and I, I'm going to need some help doing it, and we have to make a giant forge. And Alrond is like, okay, Why well. the people that make it? Yeah, I'm a politician, and I have many friends everywhere, so let's pay the dwarves a visit. And then we go to the realm of the dwarves, and we see... The prince, 
Durin. Yeah, Durin. Prince Durin. Which you probably will know that name even from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, first of Kaza all. Doom. Kaza Doom. <laughs> That's the, um, the mountain <clears throat> name, right? Or like the yeah, realm it's name? The city. The city. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so for Durin, the Balrog that, spoiler, kills Gandalf, um, is named Durin's Bane. Assuming. Which also he fought on the bridge of Kazadum. Yeah. Is where the fight between Gandalf and the Wait. Balrog happened. So where's Moria? Underneath Kazadum, it must be. Very cool. I didn't realize that. Okay, cool. So. Th- must that's have the city and then they go deeper. The mines of Maya Moria. And, okay, cool. For materials and shit. And that's what Gandalf says in Lord of the Rings. He's like, the, the dwarves mined too deeply and too greedily. And that they awoke fire and darkness, fire and Which shadow. we know that's going to happen. Yes, yeah, exactly. I can't wait. Dwarves love that. That was my one thing coming into this. I was like, I better see a fucking Balrog, man. Yeah, yes. dude. I don't I know if either wait. of you watched the trailer. Yeah. Um, I don't think I did, actually. I didn't want to see it. Is there it. a Balrog? Right, All right, so yeah. let's go, You man. literally see it. Sorry. And it looks exactly like that's awesome. it does in Lord of the Rings, which I was like, I think I'm surprised Like they didn't have to like change it up or anything because it's like not same people but right yeah, yeah. Work, man. I'd, I'd rather it be like so you could tell they tried to make it like feel like it was like with it you know like yeah, when so they went to uh new zealand to film so like all oh, the yeah. locations look like you're watching the old movies and stuff yeah. it is very much um like it, it seems very much made for fans but also a good show it's hard for me to judge that without like being like well if i didn't know anything i'd like this but yeah, yeah. The, the fan stuff they put in there is really good. Yeah. Um, so the Balrog being named Durin's Bane. <laughs> so we know eventually the Balrog will kill Durin, right? And having Durin introduced is like, yo, this is sick. You know, like I yeah. already know about him from Lord of the Rings and also the Hobbit. Let's say he's in, yeah. Because the Hobbit, it's, what is it? Durin's... Cousin? Uh, Balin? Balin, yep. And also, no, Alan was oh Gimlin's um, cousin. Uh, Thor- Thorin, Th- Thorin Oakenshield. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know the someone was related. The, the <laughs> uh, family. I'm not sure. Oh, Durin's day, right? Isn't that like the whole thing? They're waiting for a specific day where like the moon will be in the right spot. Uh, it's like Durin's day. Could be okay. That makes sense. I, yeah. I haven't watched those in so long. Yeah, I know. Um, same, but like. I think it's interesting that we've heard kind of so much about this name of Durin, and now we're actually seeing the character he's, of Durin. He's so cool. Yeah, he's know? like one of the great, you know, dwarf, like, the, like just one of the best leaders, you know, prince yeah. that they had. So, yeah, it's cool. It is cool to see everything named after him, and now see him as like a character, right? And he's awesome. Oh, yeah, he's, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, one of the most likable ones, I yeah. think. Yeah, definitely. He's cool. He's all mad. So like when them. you see him, he's all mad at Elrond for like missing his yeah. wedding. Dude, I, like I love th- that scene though, because it was like, it was just cool to like show like the difference of like how they perceive time, like yeah. for an elf and dwarfs live about the same as humans, right? Or like the, a little you bit longer. Like my whole life, I know it was like the blink of an eye for you, but like, like I lived during that yeah, time. Like my life's fucking almost over. Yeah, yeah he was like, "What's it, it been? Uh, like twenty years?" He's like twenty-two or something. <laughs> yeah, but the, saying exactly that. Like elves, they don't really perceive don't time. Yeah, you know, like yeah. they they just are. And then dwarves are like, dude. You've been gone for like my whole life. Yeah. Then you come back and ask for a favor. Are you yeah. kidding me? You know. And he's like, "Oh, I, I'm 
He's like genuinely. He literally I, didn't I'm even sorry. realize. Yeah. I didn't realize. You know, I've yeah. I've just always thought of you as a great friend. He's like, yeah, well, your great friend is now married and have two kids. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, and you haven't seen me, and which is pretty cool because you expect Elrond to go into Kazadoom and being like, hey, dwarves, you want to help make What's a up, forge? Buddy? Like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. So that I think was really cool, and I'm really excited to see more of that story. Yeah, now. that's cool. That's gonna be sick. In episode three, there was none of that storyline. No, and I understand why because it's called Rings of Power, and if they're making the forge for the rings, that's think, going to be a major plot point I, later. I, yeah, I, I see. I mean, I, I see it being the first season will be making the forge, maybe, and the second will be like the rings coming about. I, if it's gonna be five seasons. I don't know how much they're going to get into, and they bought the rights to the whole franchise for a lot of money. So I see them making a lot of series out of this. Yeah. So I, I feel like they're they shouldn't yeah. speed through everything. No, right. Which I, I um I was going to say they also the way they ended with the whole dwarven oh little storyline was uh, he goes yeah. with his dad and, and he's kind of basically just like. Yeah, you shouldn't trust these elves, you know. Yeah, and, and he, then he opens some kind of like little chest and it's like glowing. Which I assume it was like Mithril, but I don't know I what get. the Im- what would be so important to like just be like here's a chest I would, of Mithril. I, I know was it's like say, Mithril's super. It's very rare, and that yeah. would make sense because they are the ones that found it. I don't know if it maybe might it was be the first else. time they found it. I don't know. Yeah, it know. could be the discovery of it. Maybe I was thinking because somebody in the series I forgot who, but they mention the Silmarils. The, I yeah. think it might be a Silmaril. And because the rings of power must be made out of Silmarils. Well, or at least the one, one is. Yeah, I think the one is. That would make sense. You know, like, because then yeah. now that's in the in the story. What I'm thinking for the end of this season, just an early prediction, is that they'll begin working on the forge at some point this season. Think, and then yeah. at the very end, Celebrimbor would be like, this is what we're making. And then it'll be like the plans for the rings or something. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that too. It's really it's really funny with the dwarves, like just to see just how like putting in their traits of like they have whatever this whatever's in this box, whether it be Mithril or like a sim a Simril, that they know about it and they're not talking to anybody. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he's he knows he's here. He's gonna take our treasure. It's just so funny for them to be like, yes. just immediately distrusting <laughs> yeah. them. Like they're gonna take our treasure. It's, exactly. I love that so much. I I don't know, man. I just have such interest in this series that it's not even that I'm so interested that I'm going to overlook the flaws. I've heard a lot of criticism online for this show, and I just don't get it. I'm not seeing it. Well, from I'm not you. seeing it. Yeah, I know. They're taking. I do- the, as soon as the first two episodes came out, it was like a six point seven score on like IMDb or whatever, yeah, and I'm like, they disabled how? they because disabled the it, reviews and ratings, right? I, th- I, th- I sure, read yeah. that they disabled well, because it was getting review bombed. But I I believe that because some of the shit I've heard has been fucking stupid. It's d- <laughs> and, dude, it's watching it. I can't like I do have very little to complain about. But like yeah. you compared it to like how Game of Thrones started, and I'm like, they have so many characters and stuff to set up where if they're planning on doing a five seasons, like they're going to take their time to set this shit up. Yeah, you know? It's right. not like, and it, you, you got to set all these characters up. There's like fucking five, six different storylines going on. It's the same as game of Thrones was. Yeah, and that's like one of the most up. like 
beloved series now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, but the first season was fucking boring. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> yeah, no, episodes, like, man. Yeah. When people yeah. are like, I tried to watch Game of Thrones, but I couldn't get into it. I'm like, well, how many episodes did you watch? Three. They're like two. Yeah. I'm like, dude, the first three are a little rough. It's ex- Which, establishing characters. Yeah. And it's a lot of characters. I get it. You know, like, you don't, you're not going to remember the kind of strange names they have. You're not going to remember who's who. But, like, as it goes, it's, it's setting up who they are as people. Yeah. It's establishing who, what they want in life, what, what their goals are. Why they mm-hmm. do stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And in order to have a good show later on, you need that exposition. Yeah. The same 100%. thing for this. Even if we know the characters, like Galadriel, yeah. it's showing a lot of Galadriel, and it's we a, know Galadriel. And you you know? can't assume everyone knows Galadriel. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it is um, her a thousand years ago, so exactly. there were people, there's a specific thing that I saw that, Oh, Galadriel doesn't really act like this. Like, yeah, she doesn't act like it a thousand plus years in the future. <laughs> Dude, it's I don't a thousand act the way, years. I don't act the way I used to act uh, <laughs> like, eight years ago. It's a yeah, thousand exactly. years. Exactly. I've seen that. Like, oh, she seems really like, you know, she's, you know, just war hungry and all that stuff. Like, yeah, she just fought in an insane massive war yeah. to protect her fucking realm. Yeah, exactly. Of course, she's still like, let's go. I'm ready. Yeah. Some other criticisms that I think are the dumbest thing in the whole world is that some people are like, there can't be black people in Middle Earth. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, who's to say, you asshole? You know what I mean? Like, dude, it, I, fuck you. You know if what I mean? If, your, if, that's if that's your, your criticism, take, yeah. then this show isn't for you, and maybe you should go I, fuck yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I saw, like, I saw someone talking about that, and they made like a pretty good point where they were like, they actually found like a quote from like Tolkien's writing about the Harfoots and they mm-hmm. described them as like hobbits with like darker skin. And then you see like Nori who has light skin and he's like, so why is it okay for them to have like, take like someone that's supposed to be like a darker skin and make yeah. them light skin. No yeah. one says anything <laughs> when exactly. it's the other way people complain. It's exactly. like, so get over it. You got a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, not sh- for nothing, not that this should even be an issue, but I just, I want to say the acting talent that everyone in this series has is incredible. I don't know if you have a problem with them having like a more diverse cast over, you know, something that's based on a fictional <laughs> writing. Yeah, exactly. then, uh, like, I don't know. You got uh, some issues, man. Yeah. These, yeah. It's not for you then. No. Yeah. You know, go watch something. Else. Um, I don't know. The other big thing we didn't, talk about was uh the kid uh theo oh yeah finding oh yeah looks like a sword which (laughs) it's his sword with the the mark the mark the mark that it's not the mark of sauron but it's it's the mark that was on galadriel's brother or something yeah and then it's it's been seen in a couple places yeah i mean and apparently he picked it up and you could hear like whispering of like the black speech so it's obviously like it, oh, it's fucking Sauron's sword. It looks or? to be like it's getting because it it's like growing. Yes, yeah, so when he killed, it would be the sword that something happened in it. Something well, he, with he was blood. bleeding. Yeah. He's bleeding, and then the was blade like, was growing from, yeah. from the power of the blood, essentially. Yeah, so, which is the most evil shit you could ever think of. You know, like yeah, yeah. it's sick. I I don't think that you know because obviously he's very young. I don't think Theo is going to be 
a particular character that's like already something. I, I think it's, he's gonna probably fucking I think, corrupt it. I think. I, th- I, I think, think so too. It's that he is there not as like a oh who is he going to be? It's just like a you know this is man being corrupted. Yeah, into I think evil. that's gonna be like our first example of like what could happen. Yes. Yeah. Sick. Yes. Yeah. I'm for it. And um, whenever the rings do get made, possibly like later seasons of this show, seeing the like kings that get the rings turning into like Nazgul's is going to be so fucking cool. Yes, yeah. I'm yeah. very excited for that because yeah. well, I don't know how long that took. That we'll see I don't it. like. I feel like it wasn't just like an all of a sudden. No, it wasn't like they got it. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's go. But it'll be cool to see if they do that in this series towards the end, or like wh- where they go yeah. with the show. Yeah, and then uh, Galadriel rides out to like the. Whatever it was, the Hall of Lore or something. Yeah, yeah. And she finds some old papers that she finds the mark and realizes that it's a map pointing to the Southlands. And it's basically a plan that Sauron had to like create a realm for yes, him yeah. to just which live. Is, which is sick. Which I assume it's Mordor. It's Mordor. Yeah. It's absolutely like, yeah. because the mountains around it is, make that C shape. But and where's Mount Doom? Oh my God. Did we just not see it? Like there's got to be not. Because they didn't make Mount Doom. That was there. Yeah. There's, there must be a volcano. If there's not a volcano, then I don't know what. There's something. I, th- I think you know, it is Mordor, but it, maybe it's just. It's got to be Mordor. Maybe they just didn't show Mount Doom yet. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's a big area. Well, that's another thing that I was wondering. In the island kingdom of Numenor, yeah. they kind of zoom out, and there's the um, the same architecture that. Gondor? Gondor, yes. It has the same, like, jut out, you know, where the, what's that dude's name? I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> the dude who gets lit on fire and he just, like, runs off that giant, like. The Eden? No. That was the other, that was the king of. Yeah. That was the king of Gondor. No, Rohan, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, he was the king of Rohan. Yeah. But you know what I mean. There's, like, yeah. that white tree that, like, people see. He was just a caretaker. Yeah. 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 But it has that same, like, tree and then, like, a giant runway almost mm-hmm. that just kind oh, of, like, yeah, falls yeah. off a cliff. I remember because yeah. they were like, yeah, it's if the leaves start falling, it's a bad sign. Yeah. Yes, exactly. just, like, the tree and Gondor kind of. Like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Isn't, so I was wondering. Aren't they part of, isn't that all part of Numenor? What? Gondor? The, yeah. Isn't no, Numenor is across the sea. Okay. Right. So I was wondering, is it just the same architecture? It could be. Or are things, it just sounds so stupid. Are things going to move? You know what I no, mean? I don't, like, think, they I don't think they would move. It's the same, no. similar architecture or something. Well, yeah, I think they just, I think like men just have their style and then the elves have a style. Yeah, yeah. Dwarves have a style. That makes building. sense. Um, and then finally, the last character I wanted to touch on is, <laughs> I don't want to. Halprin? We didn't talk about him either. Oh. He's the guy that saves Galadriel, and then he's something. He turns out to be important, yeah. 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 That's cool. He's cool. He's, he's like, <laughs> I always spoil everything, but we're like, who we can't spoil? No. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not that we don't want to spoil it. It's just he's kind of with Galadriel. He's and, a king of something. Yeah, he's a king of something. And Royal blood that, you know, it's... Bad blood. <laughs> bad blood. Yeah. So... Also in Numenor, we find um, a captain that, that saves Galadriel and Helbrand, and his son is Isildur. Awesome. And we know from the Lord of the Rings that Isildur is the one who cut off Sauron's hand, or his fingers, and took the ring for himself instead of destroying it. Yeah. yeah. Where Elrond was like, 
throw it in the fire. Like, what are you Get doing? Get rid of it. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know. I thought that was super cool because that, just like Theo with the sword, that you're like, oh, he's going to become corrupted. We know for a fact Isildur is corrupted by the ring. Yeah. You know, he's a good dude, but, like, it's just kind of shows strong, yeah. the power of the ring. You know, it's not anything against him. But in his character introduction, you can see that he's kind of trouble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, like, a bad person or anything. No. It's just he's a little bit of a daydreamer. He wants things. He wants to run before he can walk. Like, he, he's impatient. He doesn't seem to have, like, convictions either in his actions. He's just kind of just there. Just, you yeah. know, I'll do whatever. I'm, like, floating. Yeah. I don't know. And we've only seen a very little bit of yeah. him so far. So we're going to see more. But I, I thought it was interesting, the introduction of that character that plays such a massive role in the fate of the the world. Yeah, just to see him as, like, a younger kid just kind of figuring life out. Yeah, which, I mean, really, literally, he is the cause of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, the Hobbit, everything from there. If he just threw that ring in... The volcano, it none of it would have happened, mm-hmm. you know. So he is arguably one of the worst <laughs> people in in the entire yeah. universe, yeah. you know. But it's not necessarily his fault. Again, it's the corruption, the power of corruption that the the One Ring has, you know. Um, but I'm I'm really curious to see how they do portray his character because all we know of him is that he was kind of a dick. You know, like he's painted in this light in the Lord of the Rings that he was like, well, everything's happening because he couldn't resist the ring or whatever. And also, if he didn't cut his finger off, mm-hmm, they would probably have just lost the war and that's <laughs> still would have happened. But yeah. he cut his finger off and then he was standing over the lava yeah, and, and, and know, didn't I'm, let it go. It's mine. <laughs> so, yeah. So there is that weird dichotomy where he is a good person. He was fighting on the good side. Well, you know, good and bad yeah. being, you know, it's. He was fighting on the good yeah. side. Good versus and, evil. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can call it whatever. Yeah. And then was corrupted into being kind of a bummer, you know. Yeah. And doesn't he just get, like, just shot with an arrow? <laughs> yeah. And, like, that's it for him. Lake. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of funny. But, like, it's interesting. All these things that are being set up that if you have knowledge of Lord of the Rings, you know what's going to happen way down the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... It's like seeing how it got to that point, which I, I just love that. Yeah. I can't wait for more. Where's uh where's Legolas? Oh. I don't I wonder when he I don't think he's born. Yeah, I wonder when while. he was born. Because he's an elf. He lives he's forever. You know? I, like, he's been around as long as like Elrond and no, I don't think he's born yet. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so either. But I wonder if we will see like at some point like a kid running around, like a, a young elf, and they'll be like Legolas, like, don't don't do that or whatever. And like a little, that'd be cool. That'd be like a cool thing. Just like in the, uh, in the Hobbit when uh, Legolas like saw one of the dwarves and he like opened up like the locket and he's like, what is this little monster? He's like, that's my, that's my boy Gimli or whatever. And he's like, gross or whatever, (laughs) which is so cool. Like in later we know that they're, they become very close. So uh, I would love to see little Easter eggs like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure, sure we will. Coming. I forgot to say. Um, I I just really liked the way they introduced orcs for the first time, dude. It was that scene was so fucking was scary, really dude. In the house, <laughs> like when well that, but also like when Erendir was down in the tunnels and just you could like eat. see them like 
in the distance yeah. and then he like ran and they grabbed him. Yes. Scary yes. Him and then when that the one house. came out and he was just like had the skull on, I was like, man, this is cool. Yeah. They made him freaking scary, dude. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty, yeah, dude. It's, we, I'm it's glad a, too. You yeah. know, like now that we have the technology and like prosthetics are better and you know make CG is better more like they get the budget that's for sure yeah <laughs> because they're supposed to be terrifying the, just yeah. the seeing them should paralyze you in fear you know like that's their whole thing like to be as ugly and as gross and as brutal as possible so I the first time i watched the first lord of the rings i was pretty young and that night i was scared still scary <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like i <laughs> Was afraid that like there's gonna be orcs in my yeah in, are, in your room. Are orcs in your room. <laughs> yeah, but now with rings of power, they could literally be burrowing under your house right now. And damn mice. Yeah. <laughs> so the the moral is, if you hear mice in the floorboards, it's an orc. You better it's fucking an orc run, and you better leave. Yeah, I'm just so excited for this series, though. Like. I just love, like, anything Tolkien, Middle-earth, so I'm like, I'll just consume anything they give yeah. me. I don't need it to be, like, 100% book accurate or anything. I, and I, I'm just like, I want to see some cool monsters, which we got to see some. Like, the snow troll was badass. Yeah. The worm. I, uh, we saw some a warg. You, the warg, yeah. Badass. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to see, like, a Belrog in the future. Maybe a dragon would be sick. Just, so, like, any strange, like, crazy, like, creatures they put in, I'm like, let's do it. You know? uh, the queen <laughs> of the spiders. Like Shelob's mother or whatever. Did you guys see that? I saw like a visual online. Yeah, well, isn't that like dead? <laughs> maybe. I, I well, I mean, Her. not yet. Maybe. Is it? I thought it like first? worked with Morgoth. Yeah, I thought first it. stage, but I, I don't. And there was also know. a giant dragon. Yeah, like that's dope. That was like bigger than the fucking mountains. Hell yeah! How did they win against Morgoth? I don't, I don't understand, but um. Yeah, I, I have such high hopes for the series. It's very much keeping my attention. Even in the slower parts where it's kind of just pure exposition, I just, I'm it's loving good. it, you know? Yeah. yeah, I don't mind the setup because I, I have a feeling it'll be worth it once things get going. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, honestly, they're moving some stuff along in, like, yeah. third episode. Third like, episode was a banger, man. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm cool with this. Like, you know, they're, like they're the taking their time, the they're doing stuff, and, and then they're like, okay, we're got, we got some action here. It's, yeah. it's good. Definitely. A couple deaths, even. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, yeah, well, these are the first three episodes and our thoughts on those. We'll probably do another one of these episodes when the full first season is out. Yeah, definitely. Um, Because this is so fun to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good time. So, uh, long story short, if you have not started watching Rings of Power and you somehow listened to all this to this (laughs) point, we highly recommend it. Yeah. It's just really great. It's made. Don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to point out that there's the obvious omission that we haven't talked about um, House of the Dragon at all in this. And that's just because none of us have watched it yet. <laughs> yeah. We right. Probably all will. We, you know. Yeah. I definitely will. I'm just kind of waiting for it to all come out so I can only pay for one month of the Makes sense. thing and just kind of binge, binge it through mm-hmm. um, without paying for more than I have months to. Or whatever, however long it is. Yeah. So. But, you know, we'll, we'll probably talk about House of the Dragon later, too. So, anything else, guys? I think we, yeah, we covered a lot. That's it. Galadriel's a babe. (laughs) (laughs) She's great. So is Halbrin. Yeah, he's cool, too. Halbrin, like, now reminds me of, like, Jamie in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, after he was, like, you know, thrown out, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, Elrond's chin. What about it? Oh, my God. It's the best. It's the best part. Is it? It's, like, my second favorite character. (laughs) Crimson chin. 
He literally is. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> she said. Yeah. Oh my god. Chin so big.